Welcome to the first episode of Spot Music Talks, Spot Festival's own podcast. My name is Simon Vester. On this podcast, featured spot artists will tell you about their approach to making music. In each episode, you'll hear the musicians unfold the different layers that make up one song of theirs. You'll hear the individual instruments and sounds while the musicians explain their thoughts as well as reflect on their way of writing and producing music. In this episode, the Danish-Australian duo Palace Windsor will go through the making of their song New Ghost from their 2015 debut EP Medication. The two members of the band, Kasper Hisseler and Carl Coleman, first met in the spring of 2013 while sharing a tour bus for six weeks. Carl was opening for the rumors at Fire, in which Casper was playing since. They quickly discovered a shared enthusiasm for anything from Elliot Smith to Seinfeld, and knew it had to result in making music together. And now, here's Palace Windsor walking you through the making of New Ghost. My name's Casper and I play synths. This is an example of us doing a like a big chorus thing, like a something that we've sometimes described as, you know, widescreen music, where you sort of fill the entire screen or the entire canvas with sound. Yeah, I'm Carl. I play guitar and sing in Palace Winter. I also think it's like one of the best examples of our two worlds yeah. meeting yeah it's almost just like nostalgic for me to think of you know our sounds coming together uh because there's such a singer songwriter vibe under the whole thing but then hesse's really great synth parts and eerie themes and stuff so it's yeah i reflect on it as like oh that's a really nice meeting of of our yeah. two backgrounds i think um as far as i remember this song was the last song we uh, we made on the EP. Oh, that's true. This was the last song that sort of, and it took it actually took a while to get it just right. You know, I I feel like we work a lot um, from a tempo in general. So I think the, the reason for this song even being on the EP is probably that we felt we needed something in that tempo, and I think we we're very conscious about um, changing tempos. The whole narration is is dependent on what kind of tempo the song is. So that's something we that means a lot to us. Um, yeah, work in very different tempos. Once we've done something that's really fun and fast, we really try to think what kind of tempo do we need now. And that's something we've been uh, doing quite a bit, actually, like, what do you want to do today? When mm. you want to do something fast, you want to do yeah. something. I just want to like do something lazy. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. It does actually start with just like really simple acoustic chords, mm. um, almost folky. Um, that probably came from my uh, country like background, my the old stuff I was playing. If there's like a riff that I have laying around or that Casper has laying around, then he'll get his magic little machines out, little keyboard, which has like a MIDI just like with drum effects. And then just start bashing away and seeing like if there's a cool beat there. Yeah. 
So that, for instance, is something we'll often do, like uh, layer sounds. So a guitar will have this really weird delayed piano dubbing it or something like that. Yeah, that feature was definitely Hesse written. And then he was like, oh, can you play that on the guitar? And I couldn't really do it very well because it was like such a piano part, you know. Um, but then we, I really loved the whole, I thought that actual, um, it just fit with the song in that kind of mystery. It was very like sort of suggestive or like asking a question. Hmm. And um, also I really liked that for some reason I get this kind of um, car chase feeling, like you're in the trunk of a car and you don't know where you're going. Um it all just kind of all that mystery and stuff just worked. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I like that part. And then, yeah, this is also an example of that. Uh, you know, you could tell this this little noisy thing. Maybe if I play it again, this is actually you know a little a little habit of mine to you know when we record vocals, Carl will sometimes just warm up or do some weird stuff that's you're saying something what are you saying lay this lay this fat beat down or let's something do this like shit. That. let's do this shit it was crass so yeah it was a it was a it was lame yeah it was but it, you know <laughs> and you made stuff it cool. like that yeah and then just playing with the delay and speeding it up and down and you know i like the idea of making something out of you know something that's not necessarily supposed to be anything Yeah, that's always fun for me, actually. Like, I'll come to the studio one morning and he's like, oh, yeah, I got you talking shit and made it sound like this and then it's on the song and I was like, sick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's very um, <laughs> very much a... Sometimes it's definitely a waste of time. But yeah, <laughs> but sometimes so. it's, you know, you can overdo things like that and a lot of it, you know, is experimentation that maybe isn't used but sometimes there's something there and this... I think on this occasion sort of adds something kind of edgy, which is cool. Mm. I also like the, uh, just in the chorus, the, which one is that? Just the, the yeah, that's the prophet. Yeah, so this is just, you know, Again, that layering of sounds, not, not that you make everything great by putting 12 sounds on top of each other. That sounds good just like that. Yeah. On its own. Could That's just the do a B-side. version just that with the vocal. Yeah. And um, I'm not like a snobby in any way, but I just like to use synths that, you know, you can put your hands on and you can dial stuff in and you can... I just get bored with too much stuff in the computer because I know... I have to use the computer so much anyway, you know, for the whole process of mixing and recording and stuff like that. So it's just nice to, you know, I imagine as you play your guitar, if you if you had like a like a, a cute computer plug-in that 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 would sound almost as good, but you know, you'd have to sit and dial it in, or you'd yeah. have to, you know, with a mouse, you'd get pretty fed up with that right yeah i struggle enough as it is with computers so yeah i, <laughs> I mean, just I like just, playing a guitar i just i find myself doing better sounds and doing more 
being more attentive and paying more attention to detail if I use, mm. uh, you know, real hardware synths. You know, you can get sounding uh, in a specific way. You know, that's why somebody would use that specific guitar for that purpose. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize it, but um, but you know, it's the same thing with a synth. You know, you a real good synth only does basically one thing really well and then if you want to do something else then there's another thing you could do that feeling of uh, minor to major I wouldn't write like that in the past so that's that's really hessy sort of grabbing like one of my ideas and then just going oh let's do this to it and that was sort of that was so um cool for me because it really took yeah my songwriting in another place and then and then made it also so you know collaborative so it's so it's even nice just to hear right there when it kicks in it's like because i haven't heard this recording in ages um it's just funny i just it's still new to me in a way I like yeah. it. And also, if you want to go into the more like how we, yeah, our method, I guess, is one thing we like to do is is to keep it uh, at a point where it's not even a demo uh, for a long time, actually. Just play and just record on iPhones and just keep it away from that whole production thing for a while, actually. You know, if you can, if you, if you can make something that's strong enough in that format that you really dig just from your lousy iPhone recording, then I think the chances of, of that turning into a song or a real production is, is pre, are pretty good. Um, I think that's a, that's a pretty valuable uh, tool to just, you know, because once you start recording, you got to make sure that what you're recording is, really you know. solid. Yeah, exactly. I think every now we've recorded an album that's uh, was finished like a month ago, and um, I think with every song we did that. Like there was a whole complete song that we knew. That was usually you, actually. That was just like, is this song finished? Because yeah. I'd, I'd often just be like, yeah, let's go, let's let's start recording this thing, and he'd be like, what what, what happens here? What happens in this bit? And I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But you know, Hesse's um, or Casper's um, discipline. And that kind of guideline he was talking about of having something finished and solid before you actually start, that was, uh, yeah, that was so important. And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. But it's sort of become our method, which which is... Yeah. And it's very, um, I think it's a very freeing way of, of, of working, keeping everything sounding like crap for as long as you can until you just, you just can't wait to record this. And now, here's New Ghost by Palace Winter. Sometimes I can feel your ghost. Easy that he's searching for the words. Thank you. 
can experience Palace Winter and many others at this year's Bud Festival from April 29th to May 1st. You can see all the so far announced artists on spotfestival.dk. I'm Simon Vester. Thanks for listening.